What you think, you see, and you ultimately become. Think better, live better. Welcome to the Think Better, Live Better podcast. We're your hosts, Mark and Angel Chernoff, New York Times bestselling authors and creators of the popular blog, Mark and Angel Hack Life. Today's episode, 20 Things to Remember When Rejection Hurts. Be okay with walking away. Rejection teaches you how to reject what's not right for you. As you look back on your life, you will realize that many of the times you thought you were being rejected by someone or from something you wanted, you were in fact being redirected to someone or something you needed. Seeing this when you're in the midst of feeling rejected, however, is quite tough. I know because I've been there. As soon as someone critiques, criticizes, and pushes you away, as soon as you are rejected, you find yourself thinking, well, that proves once again that I'm not worthy. What you need to realize is the other person or situation is not worthy of you in your particular journey. Rejection is necessary medicine. It teaches you how to reject relationships and opportunities that aren't going to work so that you can find the right ones that will. It doesn't mean you aren't good enough. It just means someone else failed to notice what you have to offer, which means you now have more time to improve yourself and explore your options. Will you be bitter for a moment? Absolutely. Hurt? Of course, you're human. There isn't a soul on this planet that doesn't feel a small fraction of their heartbreak at the realization of rejection. For a short time afterwards, you'll ask yourself every question you can think of. What did I do wrong? Why didn't they care about me? How come? But then you have to let your emotions fuel you in a positive way. This is the important part. Let your feelings of rejection drive you feed you, and inspire one heck of a powerful opening to the next chapter of your story. Honestly, if you constantly feel like someone is not treating you with respect, check your price tag. Perhaps you've subconsciously marked yourself down because it's you who tells others what you're worth by showing them what you're willing to accept for your time and attention. So get off the clearance rack. And I mean right now. If you don't value and respect yourself wholeheartedly, no one else will either. I know it's hard to accept, but think about it. All too often, we let the rejections of our past dictate every move we make thereafter. We literally do not know ourselves to be any better than what some intolerant person or shallow circumstance once told us was true. It's time to realize this and squash the subconscious idea that you don't deserve any better. It's time to remind yourself that the person you liked, loved, or respected in the past who treated you like dirt again and again has nothing intellectually or spiritually to offer you in the present moment but more headaches and heartache. One of the most rewarding and important moments in life is when you finally find the courage to let go of what you can't change, like someone else's behavior or decisions. Life and God both have greater plans for you that don't involve crying at night or believing that you're broken. The harsh truth is, 
Sometimes you have to get knocked down lower than you have ever been to stand up taller and emotionally stronger than you ever were before. It's not the end of the world. It's never the end of the world. And yet rejection can make the loss of someone or something you weren't even that crazy about feel gut-wrenching and world-ending. Understand this. Sometimes people don't notice the things we do for them until we stop doing them. And sometimes the more chances you give, the more respect you lose. Enough is enough. Never let a person get comfortable with disrespecting you. You deserve better. You deserve to be with someone who makes you smile, someone who doesn't take you for granted, and someone who won't leave you hanging. Some chapters in our lives have to close without closure. There's honestly no point in losing yourself by trying to fix what's meant to stay broken. Take a deep breath. Inner peace begins the moment you decide not to let another person or event control your emotions. You really can't take things other people say too personally either. What they think and say is much more a reflection of them and not you. Those with the strength to succeed in the long run are the ones who build themselves up with the bricks others have thrown at them. Let your scars remind you that the damage someone has inflicted on you has left you stronger, smarter, and more resilient in the long run. When you lose someone or something, don't think of it as a loss, but as a gift that lightens your load so that you can better travel the path meant for you. You will never completely miss out on what is meant for you, even if it has to come to you in a roundabout way. So stay focused and be as optimistic as possible. Rejections and naysayers aren't that important in the grand scheme of things. So don't let them conquer your mind. Step forward. Seriously, most of us do not understand how much potential we have We limit our aspirations to the level someone else told us was possible. Too many people overvalue what they are not and then undervalue everything they are. Don't be one of them. Ultimately, you are who you are when nobody's watching. Know this and dare to be yourself, however awkward, different, or odd that self may prove to be to someone else. Comparing yourself with others or other people's perceptions only undermines your worth, your education, and your own inner wisdom. No one can handle your present situation better than you. The more we fill our lives with genuine passion and purpose, the less time and energy we waste looking for approval from everyone else. You can use your struggles, frustrations, and rejections to motivate you rather than annoy you. You are in control of the way you look at life. Sometimes transitions in life mean something even better is coming your way. So embrace them and don't be afraid to let go. Right now is a new beginning. The possibilities ahead are endless. Be strong enough to let go, wise enough to move forward, diligent enough to work hard, and patient enough to wait for what you deserve. All details aside, You don't need anyone's constant affection or approval in order to be good enough in this world. When someone rejects or abandons or judges you, it's actually not about you so much. 
It's about them and their own insecurities, limitations, and needs. You don't have to internalize any of it. Your worth is not contingent on other people's acceptance of you. You're allowed to be yourself. You're allowed to voice your thoughts and feelings. You're allowed to assert your own needs. You're allowed to hold on to the truth that who you are is more than enough. And you're allowed to let go of anyone in your life who endlessly makes you feel otherwise, because that's not a healthy relationship. So, Angel, I'd be curious to hear your take on rejection in general, right? I mean, this is something every human being deals with. We we all feel rejected. We all feel wronged by others at times. Um, It's part of life. It's part of both healthy relationships and unhealthy relationships. What do you do on, on, on a regular basis as more of a ritual that helps you deal with the inevitable aspects of the rejection you're going to experience? I often re- reference this affirmation that I have um, memorized, and that is, nothing is good or bad as our thinking makes it so. Mm. And so it's it's a reminder for me that I put a label on things, right, that what I think of the situation dictates how I feel about it. So, you know, with rejection, yes, we've all experienced that um, at one point or another and in different ways, right? Whether it's through work, an intimate relationship, friends, um, whatever that looks like, we've felt rejection and it doesn't feel good. Um, and so, yeah, I think reminding myself of, of that quote that I have memorized is just that it's not good or bad. It's the I put on it. It's my thinking around the situation and reminding myself that oftentimes other people are not acting because of what I did, but out of their own insecurities, their own personal experiences. Their own labels that they put on the situation. But it's hard not to take it personal, right? right? Sure. Um, And so, yeah, I, I think reminding myself that I have control to put a label on that situation. I have control to determine whether it's good or bad and that so often other people's responses have absolutely nothing to do with me and everything to do with themselves. It's such a tough lesson to learn, right? I mean, it sounds so easy and yet when we feel rejected um, by a, I mean, it could be by an intimate relationship, it could be by a, a job offer, it could just be by somebody who's just rude to us on the streets, you know? Um, it feels so darn personal, right? It really does. It feels like something that, like this person was looking into our soul and specifically said, this person isn't enough. And, you know, it's like 99.9% of the time, that's not it at all, right? You could have been anybody else and you would have been rejected. And it's not that you aren't unique and wonderful, but the rejection came from a source uh, of pain, of, of issues, of uncontrollable events that had nothing to do with you. And so one of the things that I remind myself of, I love your affirmation and I agree with that one. For sure, you know, how we in, interpret and, and, and see things makes all the difference, right? Like think, things aren't good or bad as our thinking makes them so. Um, I try to remind myself that I'm not at the center, right? That's often when I feel rejected or I feel like something hasn't gone my way and I'm t- I find myself taking it per- personally, I notice that, that inner anxiety in myself. I, I come back to that mantra, like I am not at the center. I am not at the center. And what I mean by that is, you know, a lot of things that we experience in life, we experience from this perspective, this human perspective of being at the center of the universe, right? Like these events that have occurred around me, the, these these words that I've heard, these circumstances that have happened to me or around me are, are, are in some way all about me. 
right? And again, it's not necessarily conscious thought. Like I'm not logically thinking this, but on the inside, it feels that way, right? It's a subconscious pattern of, of thinking that like I am at the center and this is related to me. And so I constantly try to remind myself that that is not the case, right? And I try to put myself outside of the center and look at it again. And that often helps me. It like kind of looking at it from a third person perspective that this is a circumstance that is occurring mm-hmm. that I am experiencing I, and I, I, I'm seeing it, but it isn't about me specifically. And how is that true? And that will often help me step through even the rejections, right? Like imagine I'm rejected from a business opportunity or, or whatnot. Um, it's maybe just that they already had someone in mind. It's maybe that there was a candidate that had an equivalent skill set to me. It, it, there's, a, there's a bunch of reasons. It wasn't that I wasn't good enough. Right. And maybe their their resume was on the desk first. Right. Like there's there's all of these other reasons. And it's not just about me. And so, again, it's I'm not at the center and it's not all about me helps me step through some of those tougher moments. Yeah, I think I think that's a great reminder. And, you know, we're all human. So I think what we feel when we are rejected, we're going to feel that and that's okay. But it's don't let yourself stay and dwell in those feelings for too long, right? Mm. Remind yourself, you know, one door closes, another door opens, you know, using this as a learning opportunity to make yourself better, to step forward, to find something that is a better match for you, right? Because even if we didn't think it was a great match, right? Like maybe this wasn't the great, the best job, but if they fired us, well, now we're pissed, right? Even though, because they got to have the upper hand and make the decision. Um, So I think it's just reminding yourself like there are better opportunities and this is giving you that opportunity to step forward for something better because I think every single one of us can look back on our life and think about a time when we felt rejected and we, we felt like we weren't enough. And now looking back on it, in the state that we are now, we can say, oh my gosh, thank goodness that happened. Yeah. And in in a very personal sense, if, you know, I'd say on the flip side of of what we're talking about here, if it is very personal, if somebody is very deliberately being toxic towards you and and, and rejecting you as, as some form of emotional abuse, well, this is a clear indication that a boundary needs to be set. Once again, the same rule applies. You're being rejected from what's not right for you, you know? So if like, if somebody is inflicting purposefully some level of I don't know, emotional manipulation on you through rejection and feelings of rejection. It, it, like if you study this and you, you, you sort out your thoughts and you, you take a step back and you really don't put yourself at the center and you look at it more objectively and you decide, hey, this person really is being rude to me very, very purposefully. Um, then again, same, same thing, like life and God and, and the universe have better plans for you. You don't need to put up with that. You can enforce a boundary that allows you to move forward, right? And say, okay, like this isn't working. Now what do I do? Like I, I have looked at the data. I have been conscious. I have looked at this from the outside in, right? Um, I'm not just getting caught up in the moment, but I'm being logical here. So again, rejection can be very healthy medicine. It's not easy. It's a tough medicine to swallow, but it's something that we need to respect in life that you know when things aren't working, just right. It's often either inside, you know, our minds that we're not interpreting this properly, or there's a there's a real circumstance around us that needs to be addressed, you know, and we need to logically address it, not emotionally address it. Yeah, I think that's a great point. And we dive deeper into rejection in our Getting Back to Happy course and in our Think Better, Live Better um, live event recordings. So if you're interested in that, check out our website and you can find more information there. Remember what you think you see, you ultimately become. Think better, live better. Think better, live better.